This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With me, Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, boo Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I'm very excited to have in the studio two summer house OGs who oh are my back God. for another season. <laughs> it's Lindsay and Carl. Thanks, Hi. Dylan. Oh my gosh, What's up, man? aka Rad House. <laughs> AKA we're getting like, you know, steamrolled because we call each other babe all the time, which I I think is like normal. Okay. I don't, I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I was thinking back, you were on this podcast two years ago. It was like still COVID time. So it was virtual, but you were, you were together, I think, but not together together. Oh my God. I do remember that. Yeah. And yeah, we were, okay. Here's the crazy part. (laughs) When we do press to promote a new season, we were always teamed up together even before we were together. Right. You know, so it's kind of fun. Like this is a, now we're here and we're engaged planning a wedding. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> we were just talking about how on your show, because it's only seasonal, we don't see, you know, 365, what you have going on. Yeah, I know. So this is like, I think I want to start a podcast and this was my impetus, right? Because I've been planning this wedding. We have been planning this wedding and we've only been at it for like three months. I swear. And it is crazy the things that you have to go through to plan a wedding. And it's like, I'm a publicist. I've thrown events my entire life, but why can't I figure this out? Like, there's just so many hoops to jump through, so many roadblocks. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to start a podcast and take people on this wedding planning, planning journey with me because the next time you see me is over summer and most of the planning is already going to be done. Yeah. So I don't know. And then I was like, well, maybe we should start a podcast and call it couples therapy where Carl and I just talk about, you know, our grievances our problems. with each other and air it out for the world to hear. Yeah. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> it's like some of those episodes are going to be like real uncomfortable for other people to listen to. <laughs> or they'll be like, um, also same. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, going into the season, you guys are in a very different position than you've been in the past. How how are we feeling about it? I mean, good. I think, you know, you, you're you're catching us in part of our honeymoon phase, which is such a fun phase, you know, to be in when you start dating somebody. And it's wild because I feel like you know, we were friends for so long and then we tried to date and that exploded. And then we went back to being friends and then we got closer and we were best friends. And like, then we started dating and it was like this crazy, awesome feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Carl, what was, about, did I, you not like that answer? No, oh my like, God. No, I like that answer. I'm like, Carl, what about you? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, listen, it's, it's a very different season because you know, we're, you're going to see us in our relationship for like you know, obviously, Winter House, you only saw like two days right. of us together. And obviously, there was a lot of babing and uh, lovey-dovey. But that's where we were at in our – like any couple who begins dating, like the first year is always like very lovey and, you know, babe stuff. But 
the summer is kind of a continuation of that. But it's nice going into this summer where like we're in a really good place. We have a fun time. But obviously there's a lot of other things around us that present themselves that are very difficult. So I was nervous. I'm, I'm anxious about this season. OK, no doubt. Oh, well, Sorry. I'm anxious, too, but for very different reasons, not because of us. You're anxious about us. This no, season? no, no, no. Oh. You and I are solid. And like, that's what's nice. But in previous seasons, we would come in, you know, you're in a relationship or dating people. I'm dating someone or not dating. Like, I don't know. Like, that was the drama within our own mm. stuff. Not we don't have drama together, I guess. Right. Like you and I are. In a I was place. nervous that we were sharing a room for the first time, like ever. Out of seven summers sharing a house, now we're sharing a room. I was just nervous that like, you know, so, I don't know, that we were going to feel like claustrophobic with each other and maybe that you would feel that way with me. But yeah. then I stopped to, you know, think we've gone on all these vacations. We've traveled around, you know, yeah. the United States I mean, together we, we sharing hotel in, rooms. We so. stayed in. I mean, I think one part of like what accelerated. Well, We've lived together in, over the summer for six years, right. basically. Like you get to know someone very well when you stay in a house with them. And mm -hmm. same with the other roommates too. But like Lindsay and I, we rode out together to the Hamptons. You know, I would always be like connected to her. But when you live together, you kind of see like how clean she is, how organized she is, or those are all like things that you learn and pick up. That's over what he over. fell in love with. <laughs> I, I mean, I care about clean and organized. <laughs> I, like clean and, <laughs> I like clean and organized. <laughs> <laughs> the other the other day, I go, tell me five things you love about me. He was like naming all the things that like a housewife should be. I was like, LOL. <laughs> Do you remember um, those five things? That I was clean, that I was organized, that you're strong. I'm strong. You're independent. I'm pretty. And I'm independent. Okay, those are that's not like I so know, surface. I well, know, I know. That was right off the top of my Giving head. Giving him I just a gave hard time. Him. Okay, well, you're allowed to. By the way, great exercise if you want a boost of self confidence. I love just that. go around asking people like, "What are five things you love about me?" You're like, "Tell me now, more." <laughs> Tell me now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you said you were nervous about sharing a room, but it seems like pretty much everyone is sharing a room this season. Yeah, it is one big slumber party. Um, are there it, even I mean, doors like, on some of those bedrooms? There are. <laughs> yes. But this is actually more more true to like a legit summer house where people share. Like my first summer in the Hamptons. Yeah, when in, you're in your 20s. In 2014 was like, I mean, I had an air mattress in uh, the laundry room. I slept like, in a garage once. Yeah. So like it's kind of more in line with, <laughs> with five know, other sharing beds. rooms and multiple beds. And on the ground. Like and it makes, for, it makes for more action, hopefully. Bravo's like, look, we know we've given you some nice houses, but we're going to get real now. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, we Next know year we're that doing bunk beds. We know you haven't done this in about 10 to 12 years since your early 20s, but we're bringing it back. <laughs> Sleeping together. Yeah, that, that homeowner tried to pull uh, a fast one because the house is only zoned for five five rooms. Is it the same house as last year? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. They, so last year they were doing something illegal? Yes. Okay. Essentially. I mean, yeah, I don't know. And, and yeah, I think it's like a, something about, I don't know. That I think it are, helps with your are, taxes. Well, you okay. pay, you pay taxes on how many rooms, bedrooms you have. Yeah. Okay. And they advertise it as more bedrooms to make more money. I on, won't make you guys like explain real estate law to please me. Don't, but. Please don't make Bravo legal call me later. I mean, <laughs> it, it is by far the best house we've ever had, we though, I think. I, I think. I, it's better than the, the one that you were in 
the COVID season when you couldn't leave that was like more Upside like modern. Down. Yeah. yeah, that was weird. It was like a weird Miami. We had to go like up the stairs to go to the kitchen, down the stairs to go to the bedroom. It felt, it felt like a Miami like drug dealers, like beach house that was in the middle of the woods in the Hamptons. <laughs> it's very like Scarface. Very Scarface. <laughs> and it was, it was worthless because we couldn't actually host or have parties. And right, it was probably right, the biggest right. house we've been in. But, you know, we I think it was really top for production, like going up and down stairs all the time. Was, that was a lot. I fell down those stairs. <laughs> and we had an elevator we weren't allowed to use either, which is kind of BS. But why can't you use it? It was just like a safety and oh. production thing. I think the homeowner probably didn't want us screwing around. The they were like, yeah, there's going to be like a lot of drunk people in this house. Let's, let's yeah. ixnay on the elevator. But I, yeah. I do miss the basketball court at the, that house. I'm yeah, you lie. did play the basketball a lot. <laughs> the basketball. Yeah. I love playing. I the mean, basketball. listen, I hated that like that whole summer. It was just awful. I have PTSD thinking about COVID and being stuck in a house. I mean, I was yelling about sandwiches. So yeah, that I was mean, a that was a tough one. Yeah. It was just when you're yelling about sandwiches, you know you gotta get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> you, Carl, you mentioned your time on Winter House this season. I felt bad for you guys because I thought you just wanted to go up for a couple days, have a nice little time, and everybody is like you know, working behind the scenes, doing math, calculating timelines. How did that experience compare to sort of what you expected I, going into I mean, it? we we knew that going in, there was some lingering things. We had talked to Luke. We knew some of the stuff he was kind of dealing with. And I mean, we were excited. To, I was excited. I think she was excited to go and visit. I had never been to Winter House before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're this new couple, we we went in with an open mind thinking we'd have yeah. some fun. I mean, we still have friends in the house. And also, like, we didn't really know. Yeah, we didn't know about some of this stuff. stuff was going on. We were only there for two days. And, you know, like. The, Amanda kept going around like, this is so awkward. This is so awkward. Well, that's not our fault. Like, we didn't know that you guys were saying all these things behind our backs. And like, no one was saying it to me. No one was saying anything to Carl. <laughs> like, they're all just talking about this like weird story that, you know, Austin was making up. Right. But, but I, right after the, the next day after the wedding, I, I knew about the Austin in the hotel room, like that they were there, yeah, but nothing I have, like, happened. nothing to hide from And we Carl. weren't, we weren't official then. Like all this stuff about when we we're official at the wedding, like Maya brought up, oh, Carl and Lindsay are giving a shot at dating again. Like that wasn't like when we started dating again. we had definitely had some vibes and we're having a great time. Actually, you know what? If you go back and rewatch that conversation, Carl basically like he didn't reject me in that conversation, but he kind of was like, yeah, like I also have feelings, but like I kind of like need to think about this a little bit more is essentially what he said to me. In no way does that mean we became official. And actually, it was like the opposite. Yeah. But no, it's I mean, story. the Winter House thing, like when I look back, I mean, I thought we had a pretty good time. We did some fun activities. Ice skating was a lot of fun you know, meeting some of the new people, you know, Corey was a lot of fun and good energy. Um, you know, it was, it was a pretty good experience, but when you watch it back, it's like, it's awkward. Obviously when you hear people talking all these things that yeah. really we already had addressed and we're good and we're cool. Like, yeah. Why is this a big deal? Yeah. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from 
start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences. Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. So then you leave Winterhouse. We have, I don't know, four or five months between then and the start of this season of Summer House. What was the vibe like between you guys and everyone else? in the cast between then? Um, well, we didn't, again, like we didn't really know what was going on behind our backs at Winter House or what was said. Like they were all very pleasant. Everyone was very pleasant to us. Mm-hmm. So we didn't really know until we actually watched it. But I think our relationship with everyone was pretty good. I mean, I'd like to think it was. I mean, obviously people are adjusting to our, our relationship and the dynamic of that. But I mean, we always go in with an open mind and I think we're excited about the summer and Oh, I'll tell you what happened. We we left Winter House and then like literally a couple weeks later, we filmed our reunion. And then there was like all this weird tension at the reunion Mm. that we had to uncover and figure out. And then there was like a couple of months in between that and then starting up Summer House again. So trying to sort all of that out. And when was Family Feud? So Family Feud, Family Feud was... Literally right when right we left Winter House. Winter House, we went straight to LA and filmed Family Feud. Uh, yeah. But Maya wasn't on Winter House. No. So, okay. It's, it is kind of interesting. I've talked about it with some of the other people from the various shows, but that now that there are two different shows happening, three if you count Southern Charm, which is its own universe. Yeah. And then there's like reunion taping and season taping and then it's airing and then you have Watch What Happens Live and there's a lot of kind of narratives to pick through. Well, it's it's very I think it's gotten very confusing even for us because 
like with Winter House when we were filming it, Summer House was airing. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was the previous summer. There was a lot of drama, obviously, with Austin, you know, the Lindsay, Sierra, Danielle, all that stuff was airing while we're showing up to Vermont. Right. So like all those <laughs> feelings that you felt over summer are now coming back and I'm walking into the house mm-hmm. with with you having all the feelings from summer about right. me. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard. And then like we filmed Summer House, but we haven't seen what happened on Winter House yet. So we don't even know what happened. And now we're filming with you. So, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, the timing of it all is really hard. As a viewer, it's a very rich text. There's there's a lot to pick out. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of detec- a lot of detectives, yeah. uh, but like time stamping and looking at different yeah. things of like when. Well, so I was surprised when I was watching the premiere. I had forgotten you guys even did Family Feud, you know, because that's kind of its own separate yeah, its own thing. thing. So when that was brought up as this sort of major plot point, I was surprised. But then also it felt like we heard three different versions of that story. So I'm curious, Lindsay, like what's your... What's your sort of like breakdown of that whole situation? Okay. All right. So, yeah, let me just like tell you actually how it went down. So we go to Family Feud. You know, we have this like once in a lifetime experience. Like yeah. everyone dies to go on Family Feud. It was fun. It was different. It was interesting. We lost, you know, whatever. So we get in the cars and like we're going back to the hotel afterwards. The three boys are in one car. Andre- we- Andrea, Alex and myself. And then Maya and I are in another car, uh, like a, you know, car service. And so it's literally like a seven minute ride. Like it's so close. And so we get in the car and Maya goes to me, oh, hey, I just texted Carl to, you know, that we should go smoke weed. And I was like, well, don't you think that maybe you could have like talked to me about that first? Like, that's kind of weird. And she was like, well, why is it weird? Like we used to smoke weed all summer last summer. I'm like, well, you know what? Maybe I'm bringing this up because a month ago when I ran into you at the studio, you know, you out of the blue told me it was so weird for you that Carl and I were now dating. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So maybe like now this is another kind of, you know, note where I'm like, oh, well, this is now the second time that you're saying something a little strange and off. And I even I'm, I'm saying all of this just this calm. And she, you know, was like, well, I mean, I understand, but like, I disagree. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I just, I don't know. And then she was like, well, why didn't you say something to me a month ago when, you know, about the studio thing? And I was like, well, I haven't really seen you until now. And this is how calm this conversation is, I swear to you. You're not like dragging her in the back of the car. I'm also like at that point, I had not had any alcohol for four months. I was four months, like no drinking, sober, And like, you know, I she's not even saying, hey, like, how how has it been, you know, supporting Carl and his sobriety journey? You know, how was Carl's one year anniversary of being sober? How has it been you not drinking, Lindsay? Like there was just like no consideration to all of this other these other things Mm -hmm. that like we are focused on in this relationship. It's just like, you know, and it's also kind of strange, like imagine like Andrea sitting next to Carl in their car and he's texting me to go hang out with him. Like, yeah, I feel like the fact that you were all together in a different location. It's like, why wouldn't you just say like, who wants to smoke weed? Exactly. It was like very specific. And she wanted me to know, like she specifically texted Carl to go smoke weed with her. So I just was calling it out and like, in a very calm, sober middle of the day way. And like, You know, she just kind of, you know, we get back to the hotel. I go to my room, you know, 
talk to him about it immediately because we talk about everything. And he's like, yeah, I just got this weird text from Maya. And I'm like, okay, well, I have to talk to you about that because I just had a whole conversation with her. Anyways, it was really not this crazy, big, elaborate story. It was a very, you know, adult, calm conversation in the back of a car that lasted no more than five minutes because it was a total of a seven minute ride. And that was it. We tried, you know, we were all going to dinner later that night. She would not answer any of our calls. We even asked the front desk to call up to her hotel. She wouldn't answer any texts that I sent her, that Carl sent her. She wasn't answering the phone when the hotel phone rang. None of it. So I don't know. I kind of didn't think that it was. Mm. I'm thinking I'm having a direct adult conversation where I'm setting boundaries and I shouldn't feel bad about that. And I'm also that's there's nothing wrong with that. And it turned into this entirely like wild story that just never happened. But you know what? You'll see us hash it out. And also there was different points in time throughout the summer where honestly, like Maya and I like related and understood each other. And I really appreciated her friendship, you know, at different points this summer. So maybe it made us stronger, this whole situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Maya, Maya towards the end of the summer, I remember was very supportive when there was some difficulty with the group for me and Lindsay, which yeah. was really nice. And I mean, listen, we love Maya. Um, I Like Lindsay said, the, the LA situation seemed to get really blown out of proportion. And, you know, even at the reunion, I Maya under her breath, I mean, there was, she's had some commentary about our relationship. Yeah. And right. at the reunion under her breath was like, I don't want to hear this shit anymore. You know, it was about Lindsay and I talking about our relationship. Right. And when you pick up on these little things, it's like, you know, like what's the beef here? Like we didn't realize that there was like so much. Well, um, you know. yeah, but like when she, I'm running into her at the studio a month before we filmed Family Feud and she's like out of the blue, like we were just having lunch. Like she had just finished interviewing. I'm going to go in, do my confessionals. And like, we're just eating lunch together, like catching up and, mm -hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. And, I'm asking her about Oliver and, you know, at no point in time did I ever think that she was romantically interested in Carl ever. Never said that. Never came out of my mouth. She had a boyfriend. Why would I think that? Yeah. And like out of the blue at the studio, she's like, yeah, by the way, it's really weird for me that you're dating Carl. And I'm like, why would you say that? Like, why is yeah. this weird for you? It's not like she hung out with Carl, you know ever outside of the summer house like that just never <laughs> happened so it was just a very strange comment and like you know when a month later we're in LA at Family Feud and she makes another strange comment like I'm gonna call it out I didn't call it out the first time but yeah. now it's the second time and I'm gonna call it out and I think that that's what adults do you know is it surprising to you kind of overall how much people seem to be struggling with you two together like it does seem a little bit like i mean i breathe and they struggle with <laughs> yeah. me like it, it's definitely I, it's got i mean i've told this to her but like it people think we're fake or we're doing things for i don't know a show or a storyline and like that that hurts because like let's remember i met this girl 20 in 2016. Mm -hmm. i've been i've been doing this show with Lindsay for seven years i've known her longer than most anybody on the program other than like kyle or danielle but like for people to think that that's like, you know, I clean up my life. She's in a better place. We're in a better place. Timing is amazing. We get together. We had dated previously. Like, I don't understand the big I like, do. to do about us. We uh, are very affectionate and loving. And like, 
especially when we were in our honeymoon phase, we were just like, oh my God, I love you so much, you know? And yeah. I feel like people aren't used to that, nor do they necessarily have that in their personal relationships. Yeah. So I think for everyone else, they're like, what is this show that these people are putting on? Meanwhile, you know, here we are like what, like a year and a half in to when we first started dating. And like, we're still very loving and affectionate towards each other. It's just like, you know, I, not as obvious. Yeah. Maybe. We're more of like a, a new normal, I guess. Of Yeah. Our honeymoon has, you know, kind of come down and our, yeah. What is like, what's the next phase? I don't even know. Wedding planning. Wedding planning. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're working through. Yeah. Wedding planning for the actual honeymoon. Yeah. It's just like if people really think they were fake or like have gone, like we've had to go through a lot to get to this point yeah. to prove to people that we're a real thing. It's like, it's crazy. Like it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Could you imagine like this, would, this is a lot of hoops to jump through to like be in a fake relationship. Also like a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I will admit, I mean, there's, you know, making a lot of lifestyle changes, her getting sober with me for a few months, like I don't hold myself or ourselves high and mighty, but I think sometimes it can be perceived that way. Yeah. You know, like we're like this perfect couple. We don't go out super late. We, we're more, you know, we wake up early and go to Barry's or whatever it is that I get can be very polarizing and like people kind of opinion the summer house. Yeah. For the first six years, we would go out till three in the morning, every single Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. Now we're getting more mature a little bit. We still like to have fun, mm -hmm. but now it's like, you know, we're almost viewed as like this perfect couple. Like we're putting on a show and we're, we're not trying to do that. It's just kind of what's happening, I guess. Well, also, like, I don't think this is very hard for to understand, but like, I actually do sober activities with Carl. And if like, if you're one of Carl's friends, like make a mental note, like, why don't you ask him to do a sober activity and maybe you'll hang out with him more, mm. you know, like it's really not that hard. Yeah. I mean, I guess so like for such a long time, the quote unquote main couple of Summer House was Kyle and Amanda because they were the, you know, longest together couple in the house. And I mean, their energy is just a little different, maybe. <laughs> not, not better or worse, but it's like, you know. The, They've been through a lot. Yeah. I mean, like they have been under the microscope literally since season one. Right. And it's like, how much more can you suck out of them as far as like a relationship content goes? So, um yeah, I mean, they're I would imagine that they're probably like jaded as as a couple of like, oh, my God, like we've been through so much and they and we've persevered. Like, finally, there's another couple in the house that's a strong couple two original cast members type of couple. And like now, like they get to deal with everything that we've been dealing with. That's mm. how I imagine that they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they absolutely have been through a lot. I mean, and relationships obviously in the house become kind of the the target of yeah. of conversation and be that what it is. It's it's the obvious thing to talk about. But I will say when with Kyle and Amanda, their journey as a relationship, her and I have been incredibly supportive no matter what. I mean, I know they've had their ups and downs, but we've always been very supportive and haven't been like, oh, you know, they're fake or trying too hard. It's like, no, we, we want them to be happy and we want to see them flourish and not mm -hmm. you know, ruin each other's lives. Yeah. <laughs> Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day, and it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin and D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. It was interesting watching the premiere and kind of picking up on that with Kyle and you. It feels like he has sort of two separate issues that it's like he feels like you're less close as a friend than you used to be. But then also he's saying that you're disconnected from work stuff or, you know, checked out or whatever. Yeah. Did you know going into the season that he had sort of both of those things on his mind or was that kind of a surprise to you? I mean, our friendship has changed a lot in the last three, four years. I mean, obviously we're very close. We're best friends. But when you work together, it's it changed the whole dynamic. And like it became very a business relationship. And that's that was fine. But. You know, we both, I think, are really wanting that friendship thread. It's just hard when there's, you know, Kyle's a workaholic. He, he's, we've done a lot with Loverboy and he's, it's just hard to get any kind of friend time. I mean, I, I mean, I was going to say, like, even with other friends beyond Carl, like Kyle doesn't really have that much friend time with anybody because Loverboy is his baby and that's what he's mainly focused on. And like, that's what he has to focus on. Mm. You know, this is his company. So he doesn't really get a lot of time hanging out with friends. So it's not just Carl. It's like all of his friends. Yeah, I mean, in coming to the summer, I also had certain feelings just from a professional standpoint. Like, is this the right fit for me? Yeah. Is, you know, this tra- trajectory of working on an alcohol brand the best for me with the lifestyle that I'm living? There are other things I'd like to do. I don't want to, you know, Kyle and I have a nuanced relationship. It was It's complicated, but I, I was trying my best to come into the summer open-minded. But clearly there was things Kyle and I needed to figure out, mm-hmm. not only professionally, but I will say, I think you'll see this season how it, 
unfolds. But I mean, Kyle's my friend. Like I know we're we're at war. It seems like, um, but I care about the guy. I love yeah. the guy. We're we're gonna figure out our and friendship. And vice versa, as it, he cares about Carl a lot too. Yeah, yeah. And I think at the end of the day, that's really what's happening. Is like they kind of want to both get back to that friendship, but need to figure out the yeah. professional portion of this. Do you feel like your like your relationship with Kyle, is it all similar to what you have going on with Danielle? Or do you think that's like a very different situation? I think about that often because when I think about going into this season altogether, I'm like, oh, God, I'm anxious because I'm going to watch this crazy fallout with my best friend, Danielle. And I think he's anxious because he's going to watch this fallout with his best friend, Kyle. So I think both of us, you know, are like not really looking forward to reliving those moments because of how how deep, you know, mm-hmm. th- that kind of, um, you know, storyline is. It's not like, oh, yeah, I fought with Paige about like clothes. It's like I just fought and had a falling out with my best friend. So sometimes I think in that aspect, but they're just very, very different reasonings that it's just not similar. So, yeah, they're similar, but not. Yeah. And it's tough because it's not just like watching a storyline on TV. It's like something that is impacting your life on and off the show. Right. You, you know, obviously have to do, you know, you're doing BravoCon and like other things. It's all like wrapped up together. You're doing confessional interviews. Like it's it's a lot more than just like, oh, yeah, we filmed this show six months ago and now I have to watch it. Like Right. Right. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, Danielle and I used to talk all the time and you know other than with the exception of last year she wasn't really around in in New York she was in Aspen with Robert and then she was in she moved to Brooklyn and then she was in you know Montauk so I I couldn't really like physically see her as much Mm -hmm. um so with that exception but other than that we used to like talk all the time and and you know just talk about everything under the moon, which is what you do with the best friend. Yeah. If you're girls, at least, and, you know, like <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. So, yeah, I miss that. I miss that a lot with her. But, you know, I guess we'll see what happens this season. We'll see what happens this season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious to see what happens with you and Paige this season, because she she tells us in the premiere that she sent you a text being like anything we've ever fought about. I'm good. And I'm curious if you felt like that was you know, kind of on a hundred on a level. Oh, we did have lunch. We talked briefly and I think we got on the same page and that was important, you know? Yeah. A little Hail, Hail Mary pass right before, <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, before exactly. the season yeah. starts. For, fourth quarter, zero time left. You know what? Sometimes it's best to just start, turn over a new leaf, even if it's a very, you know, last minute one. It's it's good yeah, to go I, in on with an understanding. I mean, at the end of the day, like, what, what is summer all about? It should be fun. And I think obviously we're going to have our differences. There's going to be ups and downs, but ultimately it's, it's part of growing up, you know, dealing with difficult relationships and dynamics of a house. And, you know, the world has been crazy the last two and a half years, let's Mm -hmm. be honest. And I think, you know, we're all trying to kind of improve our communication and understand each other better and have a better, I don't know, just communication, but we're making a reality show sometimes. So it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) You've been doing this for so long. Um, It's how do you feel about, doing the show, staying on, you know, I feel like it has to have changed so much over the years. So like, where does your, where does your experience lie at this point? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is like a super individualized question and answer, right? Because for me, I'm, 
like simultaneously in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, what happens like when we get married and have babies? Like I, Mm. I'm no like, you know, spring chicken over here. So I'm like, okay, Carl, like we're going to be, you know, trying to get pregnant as soon as we get married. So FYI, you know, and what comes after that? So my experience is always, you know, all right, we're growing up. Like Mm. we're, we're not really like the ones who, you know, are dancing on tables until 5am anymore. So, um, it's, it is a different experience each year as we continue to grow. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Did I don't even think I answered that question. No, you do. No, it's good. It's, it's you know, you we know you have a timeline. <laughs> <laughs> and throw I'm, that timeline yeah. out the window. <laughs> I threw that one out. Now it's I'm, like now I, it's I like get gonna, married and get pregnant in one year. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, similar but different, I guess. Like, it's I don't know what else we would do in the summer. Like, this has been such a big part of our life. Even prior to filming Summer House, we were going mm-hmm. to the Hamptons. That's like what you do. That's where we. Not that won't ever really change. As long as we're in New York City, I foresee us always going out there. We have lots of friends that are there. We love the beach. We love the restaurants. There's a lot to do. Um, so like I I would love to participate in it, but I think like she said, I mean, we've I was 30 years old when Summer House season one started filming. I'm 38. Like a lot of growth, a lot of life changes have happened. I think we always have hoped the show would grow with us, which it has. Um, but I think at a certain point it's like, all right, you know, where do you where do you go from here? I mean, getting married, getting engaged is a huge step, but I don't want to be like seen as these boring, lame people. Like we're still fun. It's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know, we're not doing shit like we used to do when we're 25. It's just not normal to be out till well, five in the morning. I also don't think we're boring and lame. We just, our version of excitement and entertainment is more cultural and through experiences as opposed to like getting fucked up and staying out all night, you know? Like it's just a little different. Yeah. But unfortunately in the Hamptons, like what else is there to do besides get fucked up and stay out all night, right? So <laughs> right, like I think reading we just a book to, on the beach isn't the, yeah, isn't the TV like, show I think, experience. I think we just have to kind of, you know, push for those more, activities that like you know are are entertaining but it's for the viewer but also like are good for us and also like how funny would it be if we bring a baby into the summer house and like that would create all sorts of weird drama stroller house you know it's like someone has to babysit while carl and Lindsay go on a date night and then like what happens during that babysitting i don't know but do we trust people to babysit our kid like i don't know Somebody at Bravo just got a headache thinking about the logistics of that. Well, good, because I make them think about it, too. I'm like, what's going to happen? I, I don't know. I'm, like, too cerebral about my life. I'm like, well, and I'm a planner, so, like, I kind of just, like, always want to know, like, what's your ver- version of the next step for me? <laughs> like, what do you see, you know, after I know. I mean, Lindsay and Carl get married? What do you see? A after- baby in the summer house would definitely be interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you can be a housewife someday. I don't know. Oh, okay. There it is. You said it first. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm the first person no. to have said it. No. But. A lot of people are, you know, sort of asking for me to graduate, but I don't know. I think we have to, we have to figure that out. I don't know how that works exactly. Right. Like, where do you apply? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you like <laughs> fill out a Google nice. form. Next time you're at Watch What Happens Live, just be like, Andy, I'd like to ask for a promotion. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Yeah. Andy, I'm going to have a baby and I need more money. So what's your plan? (laughs) What's your plan for me? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's always a pleasure talking to you guys. And I'm so glad you got to come to the studio. You have to to come out to the Hamptons this coming summer. Yes. Because 
I'm trying to manifest another season. So okay, <laughs> okay amazing. Uh, and everybody watch Summer House Monday nights on Bravo. Yeah, Monday, Monday night nights. at nine. There it is. Amazing. February 13th. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram, at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all, like, uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Picot, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Picot. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.